What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. Uh, this has been another, uh, this is another edition of Get the Ball Rolling, another great weekend of college football, and I cannot wait to break down everything for you. Uh, I guess to start off, uh, we'll kind of give you uh, a sense of, of what to expect with this podcast. Uh, for those of you who are new here, the first couple weeks uh, of, of FCS football, there's a lot of teams that are playing, uh, you know, FCS teams that are playing uh, NAIA schools, a lot of teams that are playing FBS schools, a lot of them playing D2, D3, kind of all over the place. And really, we don't have a lot of opportunity to, to talk FCS v. FCS. Now, that doesn't mean that it isn't happening, obviously. You know, Illinois uh, State playing Dayton, VMI playing Davidson, Holy Cross playing Merrimack. There, there are games. Uh, but what's tough during this time of the year is there are a lot of overreactions, uh, a lot of predictions that people are just slinging around the internet. Uh, and, and really what we do for the first couple of weeks is we just kind of let it simmer. We're going to watch the games that we like. There's, there's going to be some games that are more intriguing than others. Uh, ones that are going to get more talked about than others. We highlight a few games the first few weeks. About three, four weeks in, um, after, after about, like I said, Four weeks is when we start doing a recap and then a preview episode. So we split this this episode into two. But right now, like I said, there's really not a ton. Uh, the reason being for that is a lot of the FCS schools get to go and play FBS schools or they play uh, D3, NAIA, etc. For the FBS schools, they get a large payout. Most of them are at least a half a million, if not more. They get to go play, uh, you know, if you're like poor uh, Portland State, the Vikings, you go and play Oregon and get wall up 70 to 81, right? And what you do for that is you take, and, and I don't know the exact payout, but you take, hey, say you take, you know, a million and a half. We'll just say that as an example. Like I said, I don't know the exact payout. Take a million and a half, you're happy with it. Hey, we got wall up, but we just paid our entire, you know, operating budget for the 2023 season maybe maybe something like that and and then um there are times that you play a uh, d3 and aia d2 school that's to basically the same kind of thing they're going to come play we're going to get uh you know a good live reps we're going to beat them right houston christian taking on arkansas baptist uh there were uh, a couple other ones. I believe Delaware State played Bowie State, Central State played Mississippi Valley State. So, really, there's there's a lot uh, across the board, and and it's fun. I mean, regional rivalries. If you can get some of those in, it's of course fun. I remember when when my alma mater went and played uh, Montana State. Uh, now they played them this last weekend, but when they played them when they were D two, when they played you know SU when they were D two, uh, really you know like I said, it it is kind of a an ability to make money. Uh, if it's not money, then it's regional rivalries, etc. So, really excited to to break down. Now, we did have a list of team or games that we were uh, really excited uh, to watch, and the that it was the FCS v FCS. Um, William and Mary taking on Campbell. Obviously, the William and Mary did win. Uh, I did like watching that game. I thought it was a fascinating game. Uh, I'm really excited to see where where both William and Mary and Campbell end up. Uh, both this year, we've talked about that that Campbell in the past has gotten a lot of hype around them, and uh, really, I we don't know if it's if it's warranted if if you know what what to expect from it. It was a good game, thirty four twenty four. was played on Thursday night. Uh, really, I want to see what the, what the Campbells, uh, the Fighting Campbells, do. Against the Citadel, I think that's a fascinating game. They then take on Monmouth, Elon. Uh, 
then I, I, I think we're going to find out a lot more. But William & Mary was a team that played very well last year, made it to the FCS playoffs, played well in the FCS playoffs. So definitely uh, a game that, that was really intriguing, and, and I was very happy that we kind of highlighted it, uh, William & Mary pulling out the win. Another fun game was Sacramento State taking on Nichols. Now, this was played, uh, I believe it was on Thursday as well, if I remember correctly. And really, Sacramento State, they, at least, you know, being in big sky country myself, I don't really remember them being good. And with the departure of their coach and a lot of turnover on that side, I was like, Nichols is, is one of those teams that, that can be sneaky good. And you don't even know that they're, they're sneaky good. Uh, but really they played well. Uh, Sacramento State put up 38 points, 24, 38 to 24, uh, looking to defend their big sky titles. I mean, they, they played well. Uh, they do take on Texas A&M Commerce next weekend, which, I think is going to be a win and then Stanford the following weekend followed by Idaho. So we're really going to get to know, uh, I think that, that 23rd, like I said, four weeks in is really when we start ramping up, uh, with, with really interesting games. Uh, but really I think Sacramento state looked great. I think it was a great start being on the road as well. Not an easy environment to go down, uh, to the, uh, you know, the South at this time of the year, just the humidity and stuff like that. Absolutely wonderful. Loved it. Loved watching it. Uh, was a great game. Uh, another game we highlighted, North Dakota State taking on Eastern Washington. Figured that the Bison would win, but it was an interesting game nonetheless. Chattanooga against North Alabama. This is a game that I definitely want to highlight. Uh, Chattanooga, again, over the past few years, they've been good. I mean, to be honest with you, Chattanooga is usually pretty viable. Uh, I thought that they were going to win. North Alabama comes out of nowhere, puts up 41 points, and gets the dub. Congratulations, Northern uh, North Alabama. I keep on calling Northern North Alabama. Not only did they play well against Mercer, but they put up points against uh, against Chattanooga. Very very interesting team. A team to keep an eye on. This is another team. Uh, that, okay, at the end of the year, they play Florida State, and Florida State looked amazing tonight. But pretty much, you know, they're going chalk FCS up until that last game. They take on Tarleton State next, which I believe Tarleton uh, and, and North Alabama are in the United Athletic Conference. Things have moved around so much, it's so hard to keep track of. But this is technically a conference game because they've combined two conferences so that they get one. Uh, it was like basically the A-Sun-WAC merger that they did last year, but they're not calling it a different conference. Charlton State is a, is a very, very good team. They got a win this last weekend against McNeese. Uh, great game. I, I like this. This could be top of the list for this next weekend. Um, you know, on the ninth, very interested to watch this game. Now, I know I don't want this to become a North Alabama podcast, but we've been able to highlight teams. We've been able to watch teams. Uh, William and Mary a couple of years ago at the end of the season, I said this is a team that's going to get to the playoffs. They did. We talked about New Hampshire. They did. We talked about Fordham. They did. Mercer has yet to, to cross the threshold, but we've been on the Mercer bandwagon. Uh, North Alabama might be the team to, to really watch. Uh, Charlton will be a great test. They then take on Tennessee Tech, which Tennessee Tech, I think, is, is a more than winnable game, followed by UT Martin. Martin has been good uh, in the past you know, past few seasons. Uh, Martin takes on Missouri State and Houston Christian prior to North Alabama, so uh, really the, the Skyhawks uh, uh, taking on uh, two F FCS teams, they could be two and one taking on North Alabama. North Alabama could be two and one taking on, uh, or three and one taking on them because they had that Mercer game at the beginning. Really an interesting team. Congratulations, North Alabama. I I, I did not expect a forty-one to twenty-seven butt kicking, but they did. Uh, 
And, you know, Walters and Daniels, absolute studs. Jalen Daniels, very, very interesting uh, quarterback. Uh, and then the last one that we are, uh, you know, what he was able to do, uh, you know, running in those uh, those two fourth quarter touchdowns. Now, uh, the other game that I wanted to highlight uh, before anything, before we moved on, was the Austin P game against uh, SIU. SIU last year was kind of a disappointment. And uh, as I was watching uh, the the, you know, postseason commentary and stuff around the Salukis. People forgot how good they were uh, a few years ago. And I think they they, they were like, hey, we're going to play Austin P. Austin P. again of late has been good. They are a team that, that definitely can play well. And uh, really, as I as I put it into in, 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 in a context for you guys they're in the missouri valley football conference very difficult conference they've got to go out they've got to impress with these non-conference games uh they're going to be playing uh, south dakota state they're playing north dakota state they're playing south dakota all teams that have been viable of late youngstown state not of late but in years past they're still good these are still good teams and so the non-conference schedule matters a lot now they take on northern illinois they take on semo semo's been good of late as well uh of, of, of past years so getting a big win like this definitely pads their stats for the end of the season when we're talking about them we go hey you know what austin pa they all they went they went eight and three or you know and the, one of those losses was to siu uh yeah it was the beginning of the year but they put up 49 points very very awesome game to start off with for the salukis cannot wait to break down uh what happens going forward with them and uh, we're along for the ride it's going to be a lot of fun now, the the games that uh, a couple other games that I wanted to talk about that that we didn't highlight. North Dakota absolutely routed Drake. People forget about the Fighting Hawks. They're a good team year in year out. Uh, definitely keep an eye on them. We'll we'll be highlighting them uh, not only for for games to look for this last week, but you know the the week ahead. Uh, Albany taking on Marshall. 17-21. Albany had every chance to win that game. Very interesting. This team uh, was able to, to to hang with Marshall. Obviously only 17 points. They take on Hawaii next weekend. So another FCS school or FCSB, FBS school. Definitely something to keep an eye on. I'm excited to see what they're able to do. Uh, the absolute stunner of the weekend, though, was Richmond dropping a game to to Morgan State. I believe this line, this betting line, was like plus twenty seven and a half. It was some crazy number like that. I want to look that up as I'm talking right now. It was an absolute crazy number, and Morgan State pulls out the dub. Congratulations to them. Uh, that is not an easy feat against. Richmond, who went to the playoffs last last year, that's crazy that they were able to have the success that they did against them. Uh, really, uh, sorry, it was twenty five and a half was was the line. Richmond, uh, as they're kind of ramping up, they their schedule does not get any easier. They take on Michigan State next weekend. Now they're going to be Delaware State. Delaware State lost to Bowie State, I think, this last week, but then they go Stony Brook, Hampton, Maine, Rhode Island, NCANT, Campbell, Alon, and Will. And Mary, definitely not a slouch of a conference. Definitely. 
backloaded. Not a place you want to be losing to Morgan State. Like I said, as we you know, maybe they go undefeated and you know, they, they win the rest of the games except Michigan State, uh, and we forget about the Morgan State. But when you're putting it up, uh, and we're we're talking out of the end of the season for bubble teams and teams that are right on the verge or, or, or teetering, uh, really, this is what it comes down to. SIU right now, I don't think they win the Missouri Valley. I don't think Richmond is the auto bid out of their conference. But as I look at it, them taking on Morgan State and losing, you put SIU over them. You know, both of these could be a seven and four team, an eight and three team. And you're like, well, who's going to get ranked? Who gets home field advantage? Like all of these things are going to play into, you know, certain aspects of, of the overall outcome of the season. And dropping that game at the beginning of the year is tough. Now, it might be overreaction. It is the first game, first live reps. Maybe Morgan State's great this year. Hard to say. We don't know. But definitely an absolute shocker. Uh, like I said, not a lot of FCS v. FBS or F- FCS v. FCS in week one. Not a ton in week two or three. It's really what gets cooking in week four. Uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Now, uh, we're going to kind of shift gears before we jump into what, what to expect for week two. Just so you guys know, uh, what I like when, how do I say it? I don't like to do top 25s. It's not something I like to do. I absolutely hate it. I can rant. I've posted so many, so many thoughts on this. You guys can go back and listen to those thoughts. Basically, pick any preseason podcast that I talk or, or early season podcast. I hate top twenty fives. Hate them because it's an arbitrary system, and it's basically saying my opinion is better than your opinion. And then these giant national wide ones are are looking at blanket statements, and it's like you know how many years? I, I, I hate to, to to you know they're taking a stray here, but how many years has Texas been ranked in the top fifteen and not finished top twenty five, or or Michigan State, or there's so many teams out there, and it's like we. We put these top 25s out there, and it's just for people to talk about, and I just don't like talking about it. So I release a tiered system. Uh, We group the teams by tiers. We have our national championship favorite, you know, those on outside looking in, the bubble. We, we create different tiers and we can kind of group the teams by those tiers. That's what I like to do. That, that's what I prefer to do. Tyler's tiers gets released week four, just so you guys know. We don't do power rankings. Top 25 has been requested in the past. If you guys want me to do it, I will do it. I don't like doing, but I'll do it. It is what it is. What can I say? It's what people are used to. Um, I'm kicking uh, against against the wall here. Most people are used to top 25. We've been accustomed to it. And so if you guys want to release it, we'll release that. All of that comes out week four. Again, first few weeks, it's more just watching, waiting, learning these teams, learning tendencies, watching them on film. And then once we get into the meat of the season, then it's like, hey, let's really break these things down. Uh, but it's really hard for me to sit sit here and go, hey, you know, that 55 to zero win was... Uh, or loss was was something that I could take away. Did you see what that left tackle did? Not a lot I can take from. Uh, even though I know it's not great to say that as a, as a podcaster or a pundit, right? I'm not. I, I'm only going to be genuine to my fans. I can't be disingenuous, and I can't break down film and, and games that really I don't care about when it's an FBS team walloping eighty-one to seven over an FCS team. It's just it's not what I do, uh, and so that's just kind of what this podcast is. Uh, and we're going to continue, but we'll break down what we can break down. 
A lot of great games uh, in week number two. Can't wait for the Rhode Island Stony Brook game. Uh, it is on Friday night. It will be a really great game. Rhodey played great against Georgia State uh, in the first week. Really had every opportunity uh, to win it. Uh, Stony Brook took on Delaware week one. Tough, tough uh, first draw. They lost, so they're looking to bounce back. I think Rhode Island uh, really could, could make some noise. You know, playoff bound. They're one of the teams that I'm really excited to watch going forward. Uh, a couple other games that I'm really excited for this next week. We've got Sanford taking on uh, Western Carolina. Western Carolina lost last week, so they're looking to bounce back. Sanford uh, had success last year. You know, played very, very well. Uh, they took on Shorter, which I believe is a D2 school, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but they beat them 69-14, to 14, put up a ton of points. Uh, I want to see what they're able to do against West Carolina, Western Carolina. Not real concerned, I guess, about... Um, I think Sanford's going to win, uh, but really, you know, how they look against another FCS opponent. I'm really excited to watch that game. North Dakota taking on NAU. Very fascinating game. Not a lot of people know this, uh, but I really love North Dakota. I've been, been around their program uh, quite a bit. Uh, I believe it was last year North Dakota actually went to NAU. I believe they lost. I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and look at it. But uh, North Dakota, they're playing NAU. NAU is a good team, always viable. Uh, never the top of the Mountain West, but they're always there. They'll you know have an upset or two. They're taking on uh, NAU. Then North Dakota does follow it up with Boise State and then South Dakota State. So I think this NAU game is in preparation of that South Dakota State. Boise State's tough. Uh, really, I want to see. I want to see what this team is made of. I don't think Drake was a great first. I mean, it was a great first. You know, live reps and stuff like that. But we're going to kind of uh, start to see the the hierarchy of the Missouri Valley Conference play out. And I think NAU is a great first test for that. Really excited for that game. Next game up, we have one that. In, in in years past might be something that I would have been, you know, jumping out of my shorts for and I would be like yelling at you guys, you guys need to watch this game. Uh Wildcats didn't look great. Uh, and this is Weaver State, didn't look great against Central Washington. They beat them 35 to 10. They did what they had to do to get the dub. Uh Central Washington top D2 school, not going to dog on them. I've watched them. I've seen them play in uh uh, here in St. George, where I live, uh, a few years ago, it was an absolutely chilling game in the middle of September, uh, but it was a great game to watch. It was cold and rainy, which is weird for the desert that time of year, but it was. Uh, but, you know, a good team nonetheless. Weaver State did what they were supposed to do, uh, you know, first year, uh, at, you know, post Jay Hill. Jay Hill, always a, a, you know, a great supporter of the podcast. We love him and what he's able to do uh, at BYU, uh, as he's moved forward. Um, on this game though, uh, really this would have been the talk of the town. Weaver State kind of after Jay Hill's departure, not a lot of buzz despite, you know, being Weaver State and, and, you know, they have made it to the, the semifinals. Uh, not a ton of buzz around the program at the start of the season. Not a lot of national media folks talking about them. Uh, they are taking on, uh, you and I, I would, Say that this is going to be a very low-scoring affair. Both defenses are very good. Uh, I love watching Northern Iowa play. I love watching Weaver State play. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, Northern Iowa did struggle against Iowa State nine to thirty. 
it was an FBS uh, v FCS team. What what more can you do? Uh, but really, I think that's going to be a great game, a great first test for both teams. I think these are two top 25 teams, so we're going to kind of see, you know, these guys are vying for playoff spots year in, year out. We're going to kind of see, you know, how it breaks down. Interested to watch what happens. Very, very interested to see uh, as far as that game goes. Next game up, Nuga taking on uh, Kennesaw State. Obviously, Chattanooga hoping to bounce back from that uh, uh, North Alabama loss. Kennesaw State took on Tuscoolsome. I, I don't even know how to say that name. I don't even know if they're NAIA, D3, D2. I don't even know this, this school. But uh, definitely, uh, Kennesaw State years past have been good. A lot of people talk about it. They've run a very unique style of, of offense. Chattanooga hoping to bounce back. It is on the road. I'll be very interested to see if, if Chattanooga can get the dub. If they do, it kind of uh, corrects the course for their season. Not saying that you know one game isn't going to sink a season, but coming up, they've got the Citadel, they've got Sanford, they've got Wofford. It's not going to get easy. It doesn't get any easier for them. So, uh, you know, getting a win here will definitely put uh, some fire in their bellies. Really excited to watch this game. Definitely one uh, to be watching, 6 Eastern time on Saturday. Just a few more games that I can't wait to watch. Elon versus Gardner-Webb. Uh, two playoff teams that that were last that played in the playoffs last year. Uh, Elon uh, lost to Wake Forest in Game 1. Gardner-Webb lost to App State. So both uh, FBS v. FBS. We'll see what these guys are capable of. We were really high on Gardner-Webb. We jumped on their bandwagon about week 3 last year. I think we could jump on their bandwagon really early this year. If uh, if they beat Elon, obviously a tough first test. Then they take on uh, Tennessee State and East Carolina. So uh, they're not going to be. I don't think they're going to be ECU. So if they can get a couple wins here, you know, two uh, they're two and one going into ECU. Then they can kind of get rocking and rolling. They have a lot of winnable games on their schedule. I like Gardner Webb. Definitely a team to watch. I do like the running Bulldogs. I like their coach. I like what they're building there. Uh, but Alon is going to be a great first test for them. Cannot wait for that game as well. Just two games left that we want to highlight. We got Towson taking on Maryland. Towson, uh, you know, a few years ago, absolute. Rippers, they were so good. They've taken a step back a couple the last couple of years. Monmouth, similarly, a couple of years ago, really, really good. Uh, really haven't been a ton that we've talked about uh, of late with the Hawks, but nonetheless, a great game. That is going to be uh, again. We're we're just kind of trying to to figure out you know where these guys are 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 at where the hierarchy lands uh Towson played well against Maryland uh, as well as you can play against FBS team and Monmouth they took on FAU and they played as well as you can against FBS team so uh we're going to be able to see them kind of in action again FCS v FCS now the game that everyone is going to be talking about and a game that I cannot wait for is Iowa Nevada no I'm or Idaho Nevada no I kid I kid I kid Idaho definitely had a good first week but no the game that everyone's going to be talking about is South Dakota State taking on Montana State. It is in Brookings, uh, South Dakota. South Dakota State absolutely destroyed uh, Western Oregon D2 school. Beautiful place. If you haven't been to Monmouth, Oregon, been to Western Oregon, definitely check it out. Definitely a a, a campus that you want to visit. Montana State beat up on my alma mater, Utah Tech. I went there when it was Dixie State, but it is now Utah Tech. Uh, 63 to 20. They look great. I mean, just put up 
an insane amount of numbers. I mean, what what can you do with 63 to 20? My poor Trailblazers getting thumped. But Montana State, always a national favorite. Tommy Malott, uh, touchdown Tommy is what they call him, right? Great. Granowski, great. Definitely two top-tier teams and two top great defenses. Uh, I really see it like a 28-24. I think it's going to be very, very cagey at first. Second half is going to open up. Uh, I'm going to lean towards South Dakota State, not only you know them being at home and, and the success that they've had, but Montana State is no slouch. Keep an eye out for this game. Very, very fun game. Uh, everyone's going to be talking about it ac- across the nation. Uh, South Dakota State scheduling this and Montana State scheduling this. Kudos to you. You've got a pair that not a lot of teams have. A lot of teams stay away from the, the you know big uh, you know cross conference matchups, but this is definitely going to you know be a great resume. Uh, if it's like thirty one to thirty, it's not going to hurt if you lose this game. Uh, South Dakota State has Drake up next, which they're going to absolutely uh, annihilate. Drake, they're going to get a win there. So no, really, you know, overlooking and then Stetson um, for Montana State. So really, this is this is the game for these teams. Cannot wait. It's going to be a great early season FCS v FCS matchup. And again, as we're deciding the the hierarchy of this. Uh, of the season. We've got to be very cognizant of what we have. So cannot wait for this. Uh, great season. Start to the season. Cannot be wait to be able to release these tiers. We're going to need a couple more weeks. And then, like I said, we'll be doing the preview and recap episodes separately, which I'm pretty sure you guys will like. I know we, we covered a lot of real estate today. We're going to continue to do this for the first few weeks, and then we're going to break it down for you guys. Thank you guys always for listening. As always, we've grown year over year. We've pretty much 10x'd our numbers every single year. We're seeing that again this year. Thank you guys for the support. Continue to tell your family, tell your friends about us. And we're going to continue to, to provide you the best FCS pod, uh, you know, coverage and, and podcasts as possible. We love you guys. Until next week, keep the ball rolling.